What's going on? My name is Jacob Tacos, and I'm with... Hi, I'm Jesse Glendening. Hello, and this is Music and More, presented by Musicians Daily, the first podcast, where uh, we talk about we talk about podcasts, we talk about beer. What else do we talk about, Jesse? A good a discussion on sharks, and also first instrument choices. We got a lot of fun stuff, so um, yeah, yeah, this was the intro, and now we're not doing the intro. All right, let's talk about those things. Okay, let's go. Jesse! Hey, Jake. What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me in your uh, luxurious luxurious uh, mansion podcast party. Oh, yeah. This uh, this five-star mansion. Just it's top key. Well, um, hello. This is the first ever podcast, Music and More, presented by Musicians Daily. And I have Jesse. Do so. you want to say a little about yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Jesse. I am a male, 27 years old, um, Caucasian. Uh, no religious affiliation. Um, I play ukulele in a band called The Helmsman. Uh, Jake's in there with me. I can say that, right? Yeah, you can. Okay, yeah. cool. Uh, I grew up and live in a town called Jupiter, Florida, um, just north of West Palm Beach. And uh, it's a cool place. I'm happy to be here. And uh, I like music a lot, so we can talk about that. Yeah, sweet. And why I chose Jesse to be the first one in the podcast was because Jesse was the one that showed me podcast and what the whole world of it um since we are in a band together and uh, we travel a lot around town and stuff so we're always kind of in a car for a long period of time and sometimes when we don't want to listen to music we'll listen to uh, a podcast and jesse's like hey let's listen to a podcast i'm like podcast what's that so jesse's like oh it's just stuff people talk about stuff uh check it out and he showed me some podcasts and i hated it you have a terrible taste in podcasts you made me hate the world of podcasting what kind of podcast was it i don't even remember well some people have on the you know they're on their impression that um podcasts are for nerds yeah they'd be right podcasts a lot of times are for nerds but they're really great and if this is the first one you're hearing so just get out there and test out a bunch but um i think i got you guys all hooked we did listen to one good one we listened to uh stuff you missed in history class hh holmes america's first serial killer i fell asleep during no those. all right well you fell asleep i during promise the good one. you those were <laughs> but i like the stuff you should know podcasts and so sometimes they can be a little bit um a little bit science heavy or, or stuff like that. So you kind of got to be into that sort of thing. That's because, yeah, when you first showed me those, that's kind of what I was mainly thinking. Like, are they just facts? And I, I don't know. It's just history was just boring to me. And then um, I found uh, I found some podcasts I really did like. I started kind of like looking more into it because I, I did like the whole podcasting world. And then um, I found one called Hugs and Hugs by our good friend, Brian Smith. Girl from Material. He's out in California now. That's one of my favorite podcasts I've been listening to. And a podcast called Views by David Dobrik and Jason Nash. Just um, They just talk about nothing interesting, I guess. Yeah, some podcasts are more hip than others, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, it's all it's all about taste. So um, let's ask some, let's get some questions going. Uh, let's talk more about music. So the what? most interesting thing I find about you is kind of how you started playing music because i mean most people i talk to it's like i've been doing it my whole life this and that i found it here and there but like you you didn't really play music in high school you kind of found it in college right yeah so i was pretty much late to the game i did do like the whole middle school band thing but i was a percussionist and really wasn't that great so kind of got stuck playing crash cymbals so that's just like the short history but i did learn you know some things about music and i always enjoyed listening um, throughout high school, I, a lot of my good friends actually were really into music, and I can't believe that I didn't try to pick it up then. 
but um, obviously you know Derek Campbell because he's also in a band with us. But mm-hmm. he was into music. I always checked out his band. Uh, I would go to their shed and like just sit in and not play anything, but listen to their practices and always really enjoyed it. But when I like really got into music was, um, I don't know, I'm going to say I was like 16 and I was like really hanging out with a good friend of mine, Stephen Ralston, and his family is like incredibly talented just musically. And uh, he was a, he's a great musician as well. His, and his mom was super supportive. She's a fabulous musician. His brother, John Ralston, actually has got stuff all over the place. You know, shout out to him. Check him out on Spotify. Yeah, give him the plug. John Ralston. But anyway, Steve, we'd hang out at his house and he'd play piano and guitar. And then really, I'm going to be honest, when I first decided like, man, this seems like I should be doing this was I took a trip to Guitar Center. Like, sorry about that. <laughs> but I went to Guitar Center with him. And I didn't play anything, so for me, I couldn't really experience it. But just, like, seeing how much fun he was having, but plus everybody else at Guitar Center, like, it's just basically, like, Toys R Us for a musical adults. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't go to Guitar Center. Go find a local music shop. that You'll have a lot more fun there. But I, I found myself in Guitar Center, and I was just like, man, if if I could just pick up a guitar or any instrument and just play one or two chords, I feel like that would be... That'd be fun. So I'm going to try to do that. And then um, his mom actually kind of put a ukulele in my hand because it's super easy to get going on. So that was like my first intro to music. I asked for a ukulele for Christmas like later that year and then um, kind of got away from it for a little bit. But when I went off to college, I brought it with me. And that's kind of when I got a little bit more serious about trying to do it. Do you remember that ukulele? Like what it was? Yeah. Uh, it's actually at Derek's house now. Derek. Oh. It's at the Helm house, everybody, um, above his piano. It's a rogue soprano ukulele i think it's like 24 bucks on amazon or something it was so bad i don't think it was in tune for the first like year and a half i had it but i just played the hell out of it anyways that's kind of how i got hooked too i remember being in fifth grade um my my good friend nathan beal what's up nate um he was he played guitar he played with some people and just kind of being in that room and i just saw everyone having fun it was kind of awesome and then uh, he put the guitar in my hand showed me um some power chords taught me brain stew by green day and then um he sold me my first guitar my first amp and i just remember sitting in my room just playing some chords and just like experimenting with sounds and stuff and i like that it, just like that <laughs> <laughs> and just just having just so much fun but um i'd started when i was in fifth grade so i was like about like 10 years old or whatever um. but yeah, then I started slowly kind of getting into songwriting and stuff, which um, which really fascinates about fasc- fascinates y- me. Yeah, damn, hold up in my years. But what really fascinates you about me, or whatever I can't even say it. Let's do it. Say it. Say it. You want to know what fascinates me? No, no. You want to know <laughs> what fascinates you about? No. All right, you try it again. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. What intrigues my interest in you to me? Yeah, good. I think that works. Is um, your songwriting ability? Because um, you just picked up an instrument and just experimented with chords and um, came, just wrote some lyrics and songs just very organically. So how did you kind of get into the whole world of songwriting? Um, I don't, I don't really know. I guess I always wanted to just be creative with it. So at a certain point, um, learning cover songs, which is a great exercise it no matter what your musical ability is but at a certain point that just wasn't cutting it anymore like I felt um, I felt like there was something more that I could do to kind of just get more enjoyment out of it or be more expressive and uh, I man music theory was basically none so if I was writing a song I would be like all right let's start on an F and move to wherever and I would just play chord after chord after chord until something stuck 
and be like, okay, F to whatever the next chord is. And then that's, I, I kind of felt it out by myself. Are you talking about musically or then like lyrics as well? Everything. And then lyrics is just, um, I don't know. I, I like them to be a little bit more stream of consciousness. And then I, you know, you, I steal little bits from like so- old songs I heard in the past mm-hmm. and like songwriters that I enjoy, but it just kind of like, I just wanted to do it. So I, I kept at it and, um, you know, it just took a long time to kind of get to a point where I felt comfortable with sharing it with people. But what are your top three bands that influence you for songwriting? I mean, songwriting? The, the Beatles, yeah, of course, Beatles. because I mean, your sense of melody is just super catchy. Everyone's singing along. That's kind of how I see it. Um, the Beatles. I mean, there's so many, but like the Beatles just is a definite at the time when I really got into songwriting and, and really trying to get better at, as a musician. I was listening to a lot of uh, Andy Hull and Manchester Orchestra. Mm hmm. Man, oh, so also that's the reason why I want to have a beard because that dude had a great beard. Yeah, I don't know the, the way that he wrote wrote songs and his dynamics of his voice, and then also just like the subjects he touched on. They weren't all about um, kind of like love songs or you know they were just everything. He touched on everything, and also was kind of what I thought was kind of cool was he incorporated a lot of like, like church and gospel music, mm-hmm. but without being like you know affiliated with any of that right. type of stuff. And that was pretty awesome. So so Manchester Orchestra, Andy Hall was was sick. Uh, the Beatles, and then a third one. Oof. Uh, I mean, there's a lot. So, uh, give me a second to think. Looking at my wall of records for inspiration. Yeah, who did I? Who did I, I guess. All right, I'll, I'll say like, I grew up listening to a lot of uh, like, I don't know, kind of the southern rock stuff. My dad was really into that. Leonard, so, Leonard Skinner. Uh, Skinner was not so big. I mean, he loved the Almond Brothers. Yeah. Um, Almond Brothers. He loved. Uh, I mean Crosby, Stills, well, like, like that sort of Nickelback thing. and Creed. Mm, like those are those were huge. Yeah, that's, those were not. That's, that's your cup of tea, right? No, I didn't like that type of stuff. And I'm sorry, those guys are great musicians, but just not not up my alley. All right, I'll say I'll say like James Taylor, man. I was really okay. big into him. That yeah. was like my dad liked him a lot. Um, yeah, and James Taylor, that dude is just like solid, solid songwriter. So when you kind of got in the world of music and songwriting, this and that, did you immediately kind of start singing along with it? Or because I remember when like I first started, I just really wanted to focus on guitar. I mean, I would try to sing and just like discourage myself. I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna like try to master my own instrument first, which is never happening. But did you immediately kind of just like start singing as long like while you're playing ukulele and stuff? Um, I feel like I might have been the total opposite, Jake. I feel like uh, I wanted to. So when you pick up a ukulele, the first thing you find is Jake Shimabukuro my guitar gently weeps instrumental finger style yeah so i was like all right that's how you play a ukulele you know you play instrumental finger style uh no vocals so like i tried that route for a little bit which was good because it it got my chops up kind of quick but at a certain point i was like "Ooh, i don't this isn't i'm not good at this like i can't pull this off so i was like all right well if you're not going to do uh like um, melodic lines with an instrument you got to do them with your vocals so i started singing and uh that was just a better fit for me it just I got I progressed a lot quicker doing that, so it's kind of just what I you know what I ran with. So who did you look up to voc- vocally and like performer and all that stuff as far as like singing? Um, I like like I said, uh, James Taylor was sick like vocally, but I was you know you start off you're not a good vocalist. Mm-hmm. I was bad. I was really bad. So I I'm I'm glad that I just didn't go like the whole like punk rocky thing where I was just constantly yelling. Although I do a lot of yelling now, anyways. But I tried to do a little bit more of the softer singer-songwriter thing. You know, as cheesy as it is, uh, Jack Johnson, man. That dude, he's yeah. solid. I, you, you know, I, some people, I don't know why they want to hate, but people want to hate on everybody. But um, 
they like want to like pigeonhole him, kind of put him in like his beach rock surfer bro vibes. Yeah. But he was sweet, and like his songs were really um, easy for me to kind of like pick up vocally and and like get those. I don't know, get the first few bad songs out of the way. <laughs> I like Jack Johnson, super groovy, easy to sing. So how's this podcast going? Because I have no idea. Are we, are we on a good start? You, you would know actually, better. You know better than me. This is unedited, you know, because we're in real time yeah. speaking to each other. But it's going really well. I think that it's time. Maybe I asked you a question. Oh, that's, snap! Yeah, we can do that. If that if that's gonna work, yeah, <laughs> let's go for it. I want to know. I want to know the first band, and like maybe you didn't even play. I want to know the name of the first band ever you played with, and I don't even care if you didn't play out anywhere but somebody's garage. I want to know that lineup. Oh. Because you've been doing the whole music thing longer than me, actually. Yeah. And I've got a few years on you, even though. Yeah, you, you got quite the, you're an 80s baby, <laughs> dude. You got quite the years on me. Um, My first experience playing with like a band was at my local music shop, Jupiter Music. I remember they had like workshops and this and that. I would all, I mean, all I did was play in my bedroom by myself, like for hours and hours and hours. And yeah, that was the first experience I did. Cause, um, I did go to Jupiter Music for some lessons, and I know they had like a workshop going on too. And my mom was like, "Oh, you should go meet new people, listen that." And I just was that awkward, shy. Now I'm fine how I am. Just don't like change, just be in my room, sort of thing. But no, my first experience playing with other people, we didn't. It wasn't like a, a band, like a like a like a name titled band or anything. It was just a bunch of musicians my age in one room and then um steve kind of let i think mike let it too i think we, i did one in the summer and i think i did another one too but it was it was yeah it was like my first experience and steve and mike those are like like steve's still the owner of yes music, steve's right? still the owner and mike still um gives some lessons and mike's playing out uh with bryce allen band i oh, sick and what was the name of that did you guys come up with a name for that that's band? the thing no i don't i don't think so i think we i mean maybe we did i just really can't remember but we just jammed and Ever since that, I just playing. Out, there's something playing out with other people. It's just so addicting. It's, yeah, it's good, definitely. And would you say that, like, if you were younger, because it's tough to like find like-minded individuals in middle school. Like, is that a good route for like young kids to go and like find a local music shop and kind of plug yourself in? Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yeah, just any way to get connected in the community is huge. I missed that, out on that. I think that's like my biggest biggest advice for that just find your local shop get acquainted get comfortable and just kind of start making friends kind of getting outside the bubble a little bit but um that was kind of but my first yeah because we did little jams and stuff but really like my first kind of like that was like my first band but really like because i went to like a i went to a christian school i went to a christian school I think we went to the same one. We did. <laughs> um, and I was uh, pushed into the uh, the worship program. I mean, pushed into because I graduated with 30 kids in my class, so everyone knew everyone and everyone's business. But, um, yeah, once they find out you play guitar or and they have a worship team, you kind of kind of get thrown into that. So that was kind of like my little high school blurb, too. But, like, towards, like, my junior and senior year, that's kind of when it started be doing like original music being in a band and kind of playing out in like bars and stuff like that that's cool i mean i yeah i would say you can always get into music no matter how old you are it's something that people oh, absolutely. think i don't have it but you do just pick it up so if there's anybody listening just like pick it up but that being said if you're young and you want to get into it man take advantage of that because you know it's it's really fun when you're young that's what i really 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 miss and it's kind of weird because it makes me feel super older than i 
am. But hey, easy on the old talk. <laughs> um, just because I just remember, like in middle school, just coming home like Friday night or whatever, just picking up my guitar and just learning songs, just playing songs from sun up to sundown, and just having all the time in the world and no responsibilities. I mean, like I look back at it, like oh my gosh, I should have took more advantage of that free time I had, but. No, I mean, it's just it's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, pick up, like, if you're thinking about it just the slightest, no matter how old you are, I mean, if you're younger, you definitely have more of the advantage. Just go for it. Yeah, when you're younger, you can suck and people don't make fun of you as yeah. much. <laughs> yeah, now, I mean, I suck and people make fun of me. But, hey, if you're old and you suck, just, hey, keep at it. I don't see any reason to stop, you know? You got to suck before you're better. That's what I always say. Yeah, and somebody's always going to be better than you. That's right. There's always going to be a little kid on the internet just <laughs> ripping a ukulele better than you. Oh, uh, there's a lot of them. So now we're going to introduce a segment called We Read Questions from Social Media Stuff. I mean, that's a working title, but we're going to answer some questions. So you can follow the Instagram at Musicians Daily. We might have an Instagram for music and more, but um, it's presented by Musicians Daily. So anyways, let's see what questions we have for Jesse. Question number one. You, does playing the ukulele increase your chances of sexual interaction with the opposite sex? Thank you, Brett Staska, for your question. So what would you have to say, Jesse? Thanks, Brett. You're you're the real champ, man. Um all right, uh I'm engaged, so that's you know, we'll we'll start with that. Um but just playing out, you know, like people approach you, and I think ukulele has no effect on that whatsoever. I think you're way better off playing like a really badass electric guitar. <laughs> you look a lot cooler. You might get like the sympathy, the sympathy card every once in a while. Like, oh, this guy's cute. Uh, I bet he has a good heart. <laughs> but I don't think that's what you want if you're just looking for multiple encounters of the opposite sex. It's, I mean, it. I, the best thing about it though is it is a confidence builder. You know, it, it sets you apart and makes you different. So it might not increase your encounters with the opposite sex, but when those chance encounters do happen. You know, maybe playing the ukulele would be that little ace in the back pocket. Like, pull that out. It could help a little bit. A little party trick. Yeah, but Brett, I, I'm telling you, man, being being the surf god extraordinaire, ooh, ooh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Style, I, I'm, I'm gimme, telling gimme. you, surf is probably way better for the opposite sex, man. I would I would stick with that. But you are a really good musician as well, but... uh you tell me, man. Brett, what do you think? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find you someday, and you're going to tell me what you think. Yeah, Brett, let's, let, let us know. But no, it's funny that it's funny the point you made, because it's interesting how, um, I mean, for me, because pe- you think like, oh, electric guitar, you must be like, but like, no, the type of people I, that come up to me are like other gear nerds, because I, I love gear, I love pedals, I love guitar talk and this and that, like it's a nerd out, and yeah, I mean, I have most of the guys coming up to me <laughs> ask you it's not solid state right yeah solid state or tube i mean i don't know look at that fender twin what do you think <laughs> but hey this is the first episode this man. is the first episode it's something to build on thank you brett for being the one dude to shout out go brett staska if you don't know who that is you guys are missing out he is he's the cat's pajamas yeah and like i said he does that whole surf uh and music thing but check out his music video for gimme oh. gimme we like to call it sunburnt folk. Yeah, it's sweet. It really is. Yeah, no, it's 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 awesome. And I mean, if you've never seen him out live, even with his band Root Shakedown or his solo stuff, how he just just the tone he gets from like when he loops stuff, like how he gets that bassy tone. Yeah, for sure. It's sick. Should we call somebody? Do like a call in, but we're calling them. All right, who should we call? We'll see if this works. Right, we, I'll, I'll, you know, if it doesn't work, we just cut it out, right? Yeah, let's, let's call. Let's call our bass player. 
Miko Paparo since he just texted us changing our practice schedule. He might be at work, though. Well, he better answer. So let's call him. It's it's ringing. How's that iPhone coming through on the mic? I'll, I can't hear anything. We'll find <laughs> out. Yeah, it's a... Hey, um, I'm doing my podcast right now, and we don't really know what else to do or record, so do you want to say anything or, like, give us something to talk about? On the podcast right now? Am I live? Yeah, you're live. Um, and real time but on their time it won't be live but yeah you want to say something or give us something to talk about because we're running out of ideas um sure who you with jesse jesse oh it's up jesse you we talked about last or saturday show that's pretty good oh that is a good one saturday show is a fun one that was that's a good one um do you want to give a shout out to those surfers out there uh shout out to all this uh jack Cravel. thank you everybody who came out um i'm currently running Checks at your annoyance. <laughs> nice, yeah. We'll we'll, t- we'll talk about we'll talk about last night a little bit. Um, yeah, thank you. Kill it. You can talk about uh, Shark Weeks on this week. We'll talk about the Sharkies. Sharkies. They. I think New Smyrna was on there today. They're talking about how many sharks there were. So. Of course. But yeah, dude, I gotta go. Okay. Thanks, Miko. Thanks, Miko. Bye. That's good. We that was that was good. That. Yeah, I mean, our first call. In or caller? I mean, people call in, but we're, call out. Call out. We're, that was our first call out. So yeah, let's talk about um, our show we recently had at Civil Society Brewing Company in Abacoa. All right. Yeah. So we talked about like the origins of our musical past. Now the most recent thing we did. Yeah. So we put on a show, and it was. How should we go about this? I don't know. It was a fun show. It was. It was great. We. Um, so this summer we've been pretty busy. We. We're in St. Augustine working on a record. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm going to say. And then I flew out to Nashville to go to Summer Nam, and I was very fortunate to do that. And thank you, Revo Straps, for the opportunity for that. Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! Shout out! And so this the month has been kind of all over the place. So, but we had this show lined up. So we haven't played in our hometown in a while. So we did. Um, uh, we set up a show at um, one of the top upcoming eh, not top upcoming they're they're up there they're 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 at the top right now civil society they're crushing it jupiter's got great beer jupiter's i mean got, if we're gonna give out shout outs man you gotta throw out some to tbc to quest the brewing company, quest brewing company Twisted Twisted Twist, Trunk, oh yeah and civil society man we're lucky to have some we, we got a tri- fabulous brewery got a trifecta here yeah and if they want to sponsor this podcast <laughs> we'll crack open some cold ones let's go but no so we um set up a show with uh, we got a, we got an opener, Alex Moses, who was fantastic. It was just so fun. So we usually have when we set up a show, we usually have like an acoustic opener, and then we kind of do like originals and um, like our best covers. But we had um, we had him jam. That was probably my favorite part of the whole show. Just kind of like having that big big jam at the end. Yeah, it was sick. We it was our first time there, and like it's always you don't know how it's gonna work out, but. It's so cool because we hadn't played locally for over a month. And, um, you know, really, we're a small band. So we, we have our great hometown support. And when we, when we, when we d- deprive them of our amazing world-class talent music, they, they really get antsy. So we had everybody just eating out of the palm of our hand, waiting for the civil show to come up. And when it finally did, it, it kind of like... I was a little hesitant. I was, I was curious to know how it was going to turn out, but it, it totally blew my expectations out of the water. We had that place packed. Oh, for sure. It, it was, was fun. Yeah. It was, like, that's the thing, because going in there, I don't want to be like, oh, it's going to be sold out, this and that, blah, 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 because 
if it's shy of it, I'm like, wow, I'm disappointed and sad. But that's why I'm like, I don't, I really didn't know what to expect. It, it was a new place. They never have music ever. We were the first full band they ever had. And we went to them and just said, hey, we'd love to put on a show here. We love your beer and we love our town and let's just make something happen. They're like, okay. So we kind of got something worked out. I rolled out some Oriental carpets to make it official. And the people had a great time. I mean, wait, vibes wait, are right. Vibes the are vibes right. were right and heavy flow of whatever. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but we had um, we we do vlogs and stuff too on the Helmsman YouTube channel. So we have that vlog that is up. And Jesse just dropped his phone. I don't know if you heard that. Oh, we don't need that. That's fine. Yeah, I'll, I want to say that that's like the pleasure of or like the the beauty. Let me say beauty. That's the beauty of kind of doing the independent music thing. Is you just kind of get an idea in your head and just run with it so it was fun to kind of produce a show all ourselves we did some awesome like posters and stuck them all our sponsors and it's great because like all the you know shout out oceana coffee all the coffee shops you know like throw up a a poster it's great like the surf shops they'll throw it up for you um beer city a little beer seller in town like they put one up for us it's cool like to just get out and meet people so that's another word of encouragement for people trying to trying to do music in their tiny little hometown just go do it because you meet fun people and like such a great like icebreaker just to talk to anybody and everybody very 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 fortunate to have such a supporting town i i think i've I've lived here my whole life and i i I love it it just like going around we had sponsors we had a local surf shop and rocksteady they did some uh donations and they hooked us up with some merch we got to rock it during the show and then civil society also donated a gift card and then at one point of the show we filled up balloons jesse put some uh, winning tags in them and then jesse likes to stand up and climb the biggest scariest thing ever so i mean he climbed up on some well, i don't know what would you call that just like a divider wall a divider wall or something that's the best i wouldn't have never thought of that and then jesse just starts throwing balloons and everyone had a good time but yeah i mean just the support that we had from our sponsors and just like our hometown was just it surprises it surprises me like every time almost yeah it's cool i think it like it just makes it so it just makes me so happy i go yeah. home and sleep so good after yeah. nights like that oh it's awesome and the vlog's fun yeah definitely the vlog life is fun but yeah, we also uh, we got some more shows coming up, and we have uh, some more podcasts coming. Have you think we should uh, do a little wrap up? I think it's been no. I think we need to talk about sharks real quick. Shark, it's oh yeah, Shark Week. That was a good yeah. Shout out Miko Paparo. That was a yeah. good idea. Oh, we, you, for know, sure. you need a little icebreaker at the end. Yeah. So, well, that, our, Jacob, have you ever been swimming or snorkeling and seen a shark? Yeah, I have. But it's really, I guess, when you grow up in the ocean, it's not that big of a deal, right? No, I mean, no, it really. No, it, it's not at all because, I mean, it just, yeah, like I was saying, I've been here my whole life. I mean, I, I kind of just know how to react to the situations. I mean, it's just like hurricanes, like, because I remember, like, the, we recently had a hurricane, but it didn't really hit us. It kind of just went straight up north, kind of the St. Augustine area. But I remember people in my college class were freaking out. Yeah, like, people crazy. Cry, like, crying in the middle of class. One girl was crying in the middle of class because our professor scared her, and then she got in her car that after that class and drove straight to New York to be with her family and just people, yeah, people just don't know how to react. But I mean, just like living here with sharks, I mean, just, you kind of already know. What if the hurricane has a giant storm surge and then sharks can be right at your doorstep, just swimming right up to your, your carport. We should make a movie about sharks and a tornado. I don't think this has been done. We're onto something. I, I think so too. We can make like a series and have a bunch of cameos for it. 
Yeah, I think that's good. We should quit this podcast now and get to right. Yeah, no, script. we should totally, we should totally do that. No, not yet though. No, but no, we, we still got to talk about sharks. I got, a, I got another question about sharks. We got, we got to talk about sharks. Have, wait, have you seen a shark? Oh yeah, definitely. But I like once again, I don't think it's that. Obviously, people get bit by sharks. That's horrible. It yeah. happens. But I think my like, thing, like Dugan. Is, yeah. Oof. <laughs> shout out Brandon Dugan, man. This podcast is going to have to have a lot of shout outs, but oh, I yeah. think that should be a theme. Oh, shout, for sure. Shout outs sure. are good for sure. Yo, hit us up if you want a shout out, right? Musicians yeah, Daily. Just hit us up, and if you like Jesse and want him back, just let us know. Just let me know. I mean, I'll create a bunch of fake accounts. Just. And, yeah. <laughs> All right, back to sharks, though. Getting off topic. Shark, sharks. Okay. Um, I always say, and I think this is good. I haven't heard this before. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take credit for it. If you drove to the beach in a car, you should be much more worried about a car accident on the way than a shark in the ocean. Because, I mean, people are constantly on their phones. I'm, I think that somebody texting and driving is going to get you a lot harder than some tiny little fish in an ocean somewhere. You make a very good point. So I think I think that people should get out in the sea, man. It's not it's not out to get you. Be one with the ocean, Ja. Ja. Uh, one more question though about sharks. Can we keep this going just a little bit longer? I have a shark story. Okay, all right. Tell me a shark story then first. Um, it's not too much of a story. It's just people I know who've been bit by sharks or encountered sharks, like Nathan Beal, good friend of mine, pro surfer. Oh, shakas up, waves are insane. Um, he tells me all of the shark stories. He's like, I just remember paddling out, and then just my arm just coming across, just petting it like a dog i mean but you don't freak out but people i know who've been bit by sharks they don't they don't maul you yeah you're exactly right i mean driving that you got to be more worried about people texting and driving and being on a head-on collision yeah and speaking of interactions with the opposite sex i mean yeah you got to get a few stitches but hey in two months that's got to be good right yeah i mean shark bite shark shark bites i mean like even think about it like sharks can't text and swim so no. if they did, you might get caught with like a straight tooth every once in a while. But yeah, that's more likely to happen. I think they're on it. Sharks are, I don't know. Sharks are cool, man. And don't, I, people always want to, they, they do the, the shark call. They think that you got to go kill sharks because that's going to make any difference oh, whatsoever. No. Let's say like, don't do that, right? No, I didn't even, like, they're just going like killing sharks just. For, because they think that that's going to, that's going to stop the sharks from, from, you know like attacking people on a beach but there's an ent- entire ocean full of sharks and going and murdering them for no reason is not i don't think the answer definitely not so many wait there's so many wrong things about that i mean i can think of so many things to compare it to but i'd rather not say because it's the first podcast i don't want okay. i don't want right. to i don't want to offend anybody that's fine yeah but, we can work from there all right one more question right yeah you're in an olympic size swimming pool would you rather be swimming from one side to the other with a five foot shark or a five foot alligator shark easily yeah yeah you think so yeah you- actually no 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 i changed my mind because i just remember what an alligator looked like so you'd rather be in the water with an alligator yeah because i know how to handle those yeah i mean because all you have five to foot. It's all, only five yeah foot. it's only five foot i mean yeah wrestle i mean because sharks you always i mean sharks compared to alligators everyone always says once you poke the alligator's eyes you're good like okay. you, you, i i'm gonna stop you there I think that if an alligator's got you, Jake, you're going to have a real hard time finding two tiny little eyes on this alligator. Dude. All right. I'm going to get on the ground and shake Dude, bite you. my leg right you. now and shake me. No. I will stab you straight in the eyes. No, I I'm promise. I'm going to gator roll you. I'm going to take off my glasses and gator roll you, and I'm just going to give you five shots to stab me in the eye with your two fingers. No way that you're finding those eyes. Let's do it for the next vlog. Okay. That works. And we have everyone here waiting we have all of our viewers of two people waiting and knowing that this is going to happen. But, oh, Mikko texted me. What do you say? 
Dude, I want to come do the podcast with you guys. It sounds fun. Dude, I probably sounded so stupid. Was doing like three different things at once, and I probably was trying to focus on the phone. LOL. Oh. Wow, a little insecure, aren't Jeez, we, Mikko? Mikko, relax. Jeez, buddy. Um, yeah, you should have him on, though. He's solid. He'd, be, he'd have some fun stuff to Do you think about. I should have him on? Yeah, I'll make some fake accounts and, and give him a boost. Yeah, like, I mean, make get, him like... Get Miko on. Yeah, because I don't feel like editing like all of his mistakes, you know? Just leave him in then. Good point, yeah. I have the power. All right. Any um, more questions you have? I, I don't know. This was We got on Sharks, but this is a music podcast, right? It is a music podcast. It's called Music and More. So we did talk about music for a little bit, but we also talked about more. Well, that's a wrap, right? Yeah. You want to... Should we have a end it with a push-up contest? I, I just did chest today. No, you didn't. I, yeah, I did. I promise. My chest is so sore. Well, I think you still probably have the advantage on me. How much you bench? I don't know. I haven't been in the gym in a long time. <laughs> How much do you weigh? 155. Oh, my gosh. I weighed 155 in middle school. All right. Yeah. So what? So you have an advantage. You just have to, like, move, and you're already up. You're, like, right. you have nothing it, to push. On the record, Jacob Kostanikos backs out of a push-up competition. That's fine. Maybe if, if you, you know, when you're not on chest day, come no, find me. Not on chest day. All not right. on chest day. So another day. So other than that. This was Music and More presented by Musicians Daily. I'd like to thank Jesse for coming in, being the first guy to be on the podcast. You think it was a pretty good podcast so far? Uh, I'm going to hold reservations until after you edit it. How <laughs> <Jesus>. about that? <laughs> I hope it's. I hope it comes out to be something. But other than that, um, if you like what you heard, just email me at musiciansdaily, musiciansdaily at gmail dot com. Um, any questions you have, if you'd like to be on the podcast, let me know. Um, follow Musicians Daily on Instagram, where we're always cre- creating consistent content for musicians, just like this. That's a wrap, right? Yeah, thanks for having me, Jake. Yeah. I really appreciate the opportunity to come and chat it up with you. Thank you for coming. I, I mean, I don't, I freaking see you every day, so practically. Okay, fine. Okay, I'm just going to stop. Bye. Now. Bye. <laughs>